No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. Welcome, everybody. My name is Michael Hellickson with Club Wealth. I'm one of the coaches here, and uh, this is Club Wealth TV. Super excited to have uh, our, just an awesome group with us today. Of course, you guys know Coach Sheree Benjamin. You also know Coach Brian Curtis. These two are rock stars. They're my co-hosts on Club Wealth TV. Uh, and of course, you know we do mix that up. So usually they're the co-hosts, but once in a while we we mix that up to kind of just keep it interesting. Uh, but that being said, Brian and Sheree are both ballers. Have done very very well in their careers uh, and. And uh, Sheree looks really excited this morning. She's like, Helixon, just get through the intro. Jeez, what a lame intro. Anyway, that being said, uh, and I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's in the hundreds. I know like Coach Sheree, uh, what we were just talking about when she started with Club Wealth, uh, I, I think, what, two and a half, three years ago, was at 35 transactions uh, in her best year. And this year, uh, Sheree, I think the number is, oh, it's over 400. I know it's over 400. I can't remember the exact number, but in 2018, it was a big number. Uh, and Brian Curtis, uh, also over 330 transactions last year. Uh, crushing it, which is really awesome because that's like 75% of the homes sold in Bentonville, Arkansas, uh, which is really cool. It's a small town. Uh, he even sold the stoplight. That is what's really impressive is he uh, sold the stoplight to someone to use as a nightlight. Very interesting. Uh, it's a whole other story. That being said, Ryan, and I'm going to get this right, it's Skripkowski. is got what it. Anyway, long story short, Ryan's been in the business uh, just under three years in this last year, did $1.3 in gross commission income, uh, which is awesome. Very excited about that. Uh, and so we're going to talk more about that. Before we do, I need to give a shout out to our sponsor for today's show. That's Wise Hire. Uh, this is a company that Brian, Cherie, and I all use uh, for recruiting. And uh, Wise Hire, as you know, you can reach them. We get a discount there for you guys. Uh, so if you want their help, whether it's recruiting an administrative assistant or a buyer agent or a listing agent or whatever positions you need to fill on your team, go to clubwealth.com uh, forward slash wise hire. And Tara, if you could type that into the Facebook uh, group, or excuse me, not the group, but the, uh, the page into the chat there, that would be awesome. Or anybody, if you could type in clubwealth.com forward slash wise hire, that's where you get our discount. So let's get started without any further ado. Ryan, talk to us. How in the heck did you go from brand new agent to 1.3 million in gross commission income in your first three years? Yeah, so um, I, you know, I'd like to I'd like to tell you that there's some kind of a secret secret source or something something that something that uh, something that we did that was that was massively different. But I mean, we so I, I got licensed in 20, 2015, um, and I just make sure. Sorry for um, I just want to make sure that my um, Facebook's turned off here. I just heard a little bleep. So licensed in 2015. So my first full year in the business was, was 20, 2016. And um, I, I had got into the business, had no, no sphere of influence, no, you know, no, you know, I, I obviously, you know, as you can hear from my accent, I didn't grow up in Sarasota, Florida and literally, literally knew, knew, knew nobody and just, just went, just went to 
expired and for sale by owners like crazy really and you know dedicated all my all my time to you know to developing developing those lead sources and developing a, a business here for for myself and um actually the year 2016 I, I closed five transactions in my first year which wasn't too spectacular but um I, I had built up you know a fair amount of a fair amount of inventory throughout that year and um you know certainly laid the groundwork to um to um close 20 million dollars in sales in in my first full year which was 2016 um so january 1st to january th to december 31st was um you know that was the first first time i'd completed a full year and um yeah so 20 20 million in sales and since then um i've I, it's definitely you know my business has definitely grown substantially um but one of the things that i'm actually more proud of is the consistency that we've developed over that time you know when when we did this 20 million when we did this 20 million in in sales i think that we actually made money in two months and or we did all the business in two months we had like this amazing in March and then this amazing September and pretty much closed nothing you know nothing throughout the throughout the rest of the rest of the year um but as time's gone on and as, as I've come to as I've become um knowledgeable on um on my leading leading indicators my my you know I know my numbers very well I'm a you know I've, I, I geek out on the number of calls I'm making the number of appointments I'm going on and I'm and I'm and I, I commit to a certain number and I you know and I don't stop until I've until I've until I've um, until I've created, you know, until I've until I've laid those laid those foundations, and what it what it's done over time is given us a a very um, you know just a, a very consistent business. You know, it's um, you know we're closing a similar amount each month. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we you know it's still you know it's still up it's still still up and down like anybody's business would be, I guess. But it's it's become much more consistent, which is what I'm very proud of. So Ryan, you're in one of my favorite places, which is Sarasota. Because you guys have awesome fishing down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the blue water is amazing. I love Sarasota. I, I, I do. It was one of the places we were considering moving to when we um, moved out of Atlanta. Um, so talk to me about, I like to always just go back to that beginning. Because we have a lot of people who listen in and that's the stage that they're at. They're more in that beginning stage. So some of the things that you just said are echoed with all of the top producers is the commitment is the consistency it's the schedule so when we were when you were only doing five deals even though that wasn't a full year but that five deals that you did what was it that or what change did you do or action did you take so that the next year it set you um, off for that 20 million that you all did? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's actually a really good question. So I actually, um, so I started, I started in the business and um, really didn't have a clue what I was doing. I literally knew absolutely nothing. I joined a very small brokerage, which gave me no guidance whatsoever. Although the guidance that I did get was very personal, you know, on a one-on-one -on -one basis. They didn't have any kind of, you know, structured, structured training. And, um, you know, so I I was in the business for about three for about three or four months before I went to a um, a real estate training seminar, and um, and this and it just kind of hit me like a like a light bulb. I, I was like, this is uh, for the first time I actually felt like I was with my people. You know, I was with a group of people who were all committed to growth, all committed to all committed to to doing fantastic things. And I um you know, so I actually made a I, I made a commitment to myself then very early on in the career in, in my career that that I would. Would, that I would get into would get into coaching. Um, I couldn't afford it at the time. You know, I I hadn't even closed a deal at that time, and that was you know so that was that was difficult. So I you know so I made a commitment to myself that I would basically um, 
do enough business to get into coaching and um you know and i've i, I guess um, i don't know what you'd call it whether it's elephant hunting whether it you know but i mean our, our average price in our market is it's around 300 and three, you know it's you know so i mean don't get i mean it's a nice it's a nice average price range but um but i've really just gone after the biggest the biggest fish in the market so even even day day one when i so my first ever listing was actually a for sale by owner um, that was on the market for $2.8 million. And um, I showed up, um, I managed to book this, book this appointment with this for sale by owner. And um, I, um, you know, cause I, I'm, you know, I, you know, as a very, as a very young agent, I'm thinking to myself, if I can just sell something like that, this is going to set me up and this is going to, um, this is going to, you know, this is going to be a fantastic, you know, fantastic, a fantastic way for me to kick off my business. And, um, I ultimately, um, you know, listed, listed some very nice homes and I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of darting around here. So let me pull it into, let me pull it into my first listing and tell you the story on how that happened. Um, I, um, um, just started calling for sale by owners, and um, and 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 as most people would probably start with the lower end ones to try and to try and find the fee. Um, I, I'm whether this is whether this is me being smart or whether this is complete stu- stupidity. But I started with the top with the with the with the most expensive, and um, you know, and I managed to get this managed to get this lady on the phone who um, who had this property for sale, and um, spoke to her a few times. She didn't want to she didn't want to give me an appointment, and and she eventually broke. She said uh, she said, okay, Ryan, I'll give you. 10 minutes you can come over and you can come over and see me so um so i went over to a house um, the marketing was absolutely terrible I, I didn't really know what i was walking into because the photographs online were so bad but um i've got this very vivid image where i i drove onto the driveway and i had never been inside a house that was even marginally close to that i'd never even stepped stepped foot in a house you know i didn't you know i wasn't you know i wasn't really you know from from that world at all and i, and I can remember just looking just going through the gates and looking at this house and i didn't have a clue how to get in it you know it was just it was you know it was just so so big and you know and I, and it was just and it was just something that was that was i was like i can't even believe that i've got an appointment here so i, I walked through the door she gave me she gave me 10 minutes that 10 minutes turned into an hour and a half and i actually walked out with a with a commitment to um to list at, at that point and she um she asked me a question while while we were sat together and i'd done a lot of research Search coming into this, you know, I knew, you know, everything that I wanted to do for her, you know, I had, I had, I had my whole like listing, you know, like listing process down. And she said to me, "How many houses did you sell last year?" And um, and I said, um, I said I'm going to answer that question um, com- with complete honesty. I said, I, I said I didn't sell a house last year because I um, because I've only been in the business for a couple of months. And she said, um, and she and she kind of like smirked and and you know, and I and I said to her that I said I'm. I said, I said, but, but here's the thing. I've got nothing. I said, this is, I, I, I want to make a mark for, I want to make a mark for myself in this industry. And I've got nothing to do other than to sell your home. And if I list your home and if I sell your home and if I put everything into selling your home and I believe that I can sell it, she said, um, you know, I said, I said, it's obviously going to be a win for you and it'll be, and it'll be a huge win for me to, to start off my career. So she ended up listing, she ended up listing with me and, um, I actually, um, I kept her as a client for 90 days before she fired me because I really didn't have a clue what I was doing. (laughs) Well, okay, but you didn't have a clue what you were doing. But here's the thing. I think that a lot of people are super scared with just going after that. I mean, you were this little little tadpole in a pond. Yeah, 100%. I didn't know what I didn't know. 
you had you didn't, but you started at the top. So why did you do that? Why did you start at the top and not do what every agent does, which is start with the the lowest ones because you know just in case oh I'm so scared they're going to scream at me and and all of that. What made you say I'm starting at the top? Yeah, do you know what? I don't I, I don't actually I don't actually know what was going through my mind at that time because it actually because because uh, it was actually it was actually ridiculous what I was actually <laughs> trying to do. Um so so to look back on that I'm not sure but but knowing what I know now um luxury clients are um they need they need agents just like just like anybody else. I mean, they um, you know they you know there's a you know and I think that I think that there's I think that the market's thinner. You know, the people that are actually marketing to those to those clients, there's probably fewer there's probably fewer people uh, fewer people doing it. And for me, and and my 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 average price range now is about um, is um, a little under eight hundred thousand. So I mean, and, and we've got a we've got a large spread between two hundred thousand dollar homes that we sell and three million dollar homes. But um, I find that my luxury clients, true, and this this isn't this this isn't obviously a black. You know, there's no um, there's you know there's you know I don't like to I don't like to paint you know paint everybody with the same brush. But generally, they understand service, they understand business, they understand a young guy that wants to do well for himself. Um, they understand um, they understand when I'm trying to go above and beyond for them um i could i could reference many times that i've that i've had that i've had clients on on the lower end of the of the you know i get of the of the, of the spectrum and um you know and we have as we have absolutely bent over backwards and done everything that we possibly can do to to make to you know to dedicated a lot of time and effort into into making things happen for them and, and it's often not seen whereas in whereas in the in the you know with with the higher end market a lot of a lot of my higher end higher end clients are business professionals and they know when the the you know, they understand the system and they know when you're going above and beyond. And, and, I, and I like that. I think that, you know what, some of it might be that they understand you, like they understand the grit, they understand the grind. They've had to work hard themselves to get to where they are. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so I, I definitely get and that. Talk to me about, talk to me about when you say the word, there's a couple of words that you use that I want you just to dive a little bit deeper on. Use the word um, consistency and you use the word commitments. Yeah. So let's start with the word consistency or no, let's start with the word commitment actually, because we okay. need that, that we can get. Consistent. Yeah. So the two, yeah, the two are tied together. So I think it's, um, I think it's being committed to it's, you know, we've, we've all heard this term before, you know, are you, are you interested or are you committed? And, and the two very different, very different, very different places. Um, when you commit to something, you, and you're, so to, to start with, I mean, to kind of peel back the layers, you have got to be very real with yourself and you've got to, you've, you've got to be in this place where your word is, is your bond to yourself and to others. If you say that you're going to do this, you follow through and you do it. If, if I made a commitment to, if I made a commitment to um, you, Sherry, and if you, if you said to me in the year 2024, we are going to meet at this place at this time in this coffee shop, whether it exists or not, you know, that's what, that's where we're going to be. I will be there at that time on that date, no matter what, no matter when it is. And I, and I think that just getting getting real to getting real to to that and and just um, you know being a person that can be relied upon you know in order to be a team leader you've got to be tremendously um, 
tremendously committed to to your team committed to you know because they if if your team you know to me commitment is trust you know if you can commit to something and if you can and if if you can um if you can you know show the world that you are that you are committed to that to that task that you've that you've set that you that you've set yourself then um then then that is then 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 it's it, it would be easy for people to to trust you as a as a leader as an individual as a as a real estate agent as a you know the, the minute that you start making commitments and falling short of those commitments is um, is where real real damage is done to a relationship yeah i mean when you think about it it's not it doesn't have to just deal with in the team leader aspect it's just it's every it doesn't matter if you're an individual agent if you're an agent on the team or whatever that is you know, it's, it's, if you're committed and like you said, you've got to start with yourself, you know, what am I doing this for? You know, so what am I committed to doing every day that turns into that consistency, Absolutely. Um, that consistency that you need to have there. So walk me through early 2016, it's January, 2016, your first school year. So it's just a, you know, right after those first few months, what was the commitment that you made and that you stuck to that made that difference in 2016? Yeah. So for me, it's always been from, from day one, it's, it's, but well, from, I don't want to say from day one, cause it wasn't like this in the beginning, but from, from very early on, um, being, being committed to prospecting in a more in the morning, um, I, I have a very strict morning routine where, I mean, and it's, and it's kind of got earlier and earlier and now my, my, now my alarm clock goes off at 4.15. You know, I used to think that, that 5.30 or 6 o'clock was early, you know, and, nope, and it's, it's amazing. No, absolutely. And, you know, and it's amazing how, you know, and it's, you know, even now at 4.15, like you, you kind of, um, you know, you cram your morning with everything that you need to do and you still don't have enough time to, you know, but it's, um, you know, but it starts with the morning routine and, um, my everybody who's around me, whether my wife and and I, I haven't even spoken about my wife and kids, but I mean that's obviously a whole a whole nother world. Um, but um, you know everybody around me knows that they don't talk to me until eleven o'clock. You know I get up at get up at four fifteen. Um, I have a very strategic routine. I don't I don't ever really have appointments unless and it unless it can unless it can't if it can be avoided at all. Um, then, then I won't, then I won't schedule anything throughout that time. And, you know, and it's not actually just five days a week. I also do the same thing on a Saturday morning. And I actually also do a, a I also do um, one evening call-in session a week as well. So I actually have um, seven call-in sessions throughout the week. Um, Brian, you're uh, making me look like a chump over here. But- <laughs> I don't do that six days a week. My goodness. <laughs> Well, it's, okay, it's, I tell you what, champions are made on Saturday mornings when you're the, you know, you make all the grand, yeah, <laughs> you make nice. all the grand when everybody else is out, out doing something, out doing something else. It's, um, you know, and it, you know, and and it doesn't have to get in the way of fun. I mean, you know, we go out, you know, go out and do fun stuff once, once that's, once that's done. You know, family time, family time begins at eleven o'clock on a Saturday, but that's. Um, you know, but that, that's been, that's actually, I, I, I actually could go all week and, and, and not book any appointments going on a Saturday morning and book six or seven appointments because I'm getting everybody on the phone. So that, I think that's a, I think that's a key for everybody. Yeah. There's no question prospecting on Saturday mornings works. I want to come back to something really quick that, that, you know, this has been a topic of conversation 
conversation in the Club of Facebook group here in the last, uh, you know, little bit. Uh, and, and that is, you know, we were asking people, what are the things that have made you the most successful? What are the things that if you could go back and change, you would? And the common responses that we're getting, it's not, oh, I would have got this CRM or, oh, I would have got this piece of technology and, oh, AI would have made this big difference in my career and I should have hired so-and-so and bought this shiny object. It all comes back in the, and, and I'll tell you, the higher the producer, the, you know, the, the more homes they're selling per year, the more likely they are to have said something as simple as sticking to the basics on a daily basis and doing the freaking grind, doing the things that nobody else either can or wants to do on a regular basis. And I tell you, you know, it's, it's so, uh, and I don't want to say, I, it's not eye-opening for me at this point because this is something I've known for a long time, but I, and I think that, you know, you guys have as well, but I think it's something that needs to be eye-opening for the entire industry, which is, Quit trying to reinvent the wheel. Quit trying to find the magic pill, the shiny object, the unicorn, because that's not where the magic is. The magic is in the boring day-to-day, doing the grind, that the stuff that brings you that ultimate success. And people just don't want to do that because it's not fun. They want to do, you know, we're, we're all, or I should say all, most great real estate agents have ADD. So we're attracted to those shiny objects and we're distracted by, oh, well, you know, I'm bored over here, so I want to go do this. Write this down. Everybody watching us, write this down. Success is boring. End of the day, right? I mean, Ryan, would you agree with that? I mean, has success? I couldn't, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's um, you know. So I actually um, so I'm I'm with a I'm with a Cold War banker office out on Longboat Key here, and um, just a few doors down from me, there's a gentleman who's is uh, the number one number one single agent in in the state of Florida throughout all brokerages. His name's Roger Pettingill, and he does about 115 million a year. Um, by himself. I mean, you know, he's the only selling agent. He does have a team around him. Of, uh, he's got about seven, seven, seven people on his team that are all uh, that are all salaried, um, which is a fantastic team model, by the way. I mean, I don't know what you you know, it's um, but it's obviously very very profitable. Although you don't get too much time away, but um, one of the things that's so amazing to me in his business is of the seven people that are in his business, he hasn't had one staff change for four years. So everybody in that, everybody has done that exact same job for four years. And there's, um, you know, so he, he does a lot of, he does a lot of farming throughout the area that, that we're in. And um, he actually just released a, uh, just released a, um, a section of his website, which has basically got um, documents all of his, all of his farming um, market reports that he's put out to to every to every community, and um, and I went on there just to just to take a look, and I scrolled right down to the bottom. His his farming his farming letters began in two thousand and eight, and he hasn't missed one month to one one month of farm one one he hasn't missed one market update to that to that particular community that he was that that I was looking at literally for for nine years not one month you know and and it's you know and i I think it's it is boring and it's and it's doing you know it's not it's not something that's rocket science you know this this gentleman is obviously you know simply mailed to mailed mailed to a neighborhood for nine years and now he's doing 115 million dollars in sales the problem is that nobody um the the as it's kind of bred in us as as agents to, to you know to um to to not be that way you know it's not natural for me to be consistent it's you know it's it's more not it's it's very difficult for me to be consistent but i think that when the when you understand that fact and when the goal's big enough i mean i, I actually um so what what i do is this and this might help anybody that's watching is um i take i take my i take my my goal 
and then I, and then I break and then I break the whole thing break the whole thing down to how many how many hours of power I need to I need to commit to in order to in order to create uh, whatever that whatever that um, um, whatever that GCI may be and um, you can calculate how much each hour is worth and 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 every one every hour that I spend on the phone is worth a little over eight hundred and thirty dollars. Um, so when I have when I have a new person join my team, I ask him this question: If I paid you eight hundred and thirty dollars for every hour that you spent on the phone, how many hours a day would you spend on the phone? And they're like, I would spend every hour, every hour on the every. And, and I'm like, exactly. You, hey, you would spend every. Yeah, yeah. Cut you off for a second here. So, uh, eight hundred and thirty dollars an hour. I think that's some pretty good stuff. How many people are you calling an hour? That's a good question. Um, it depends. Um, it, yeah. So um, between between twenty to forty. If I'm if I'm nurturing if I'm if I'm nurturing customers, I'm you know I'm probably it could even be as low as fifteen if I'm having a lot of conversations. Um, but forty would be forty would be max. Okay. So let's just say for the sake of argument, for the people watching, that you're making forty calls an hour, and that's actually going to help the math be more in a negative way but even, even making 40 calls an hour this is the thing that i think that people don't get every time ryan picks up the phone he makes 20 dollars not when someone answers not when he sets an appointment not when any of those other thing happens when he t picks up his phone literally picks it up hits dial he just made 20 bucks yeah that is something that for me, helps a lot of people if they can figure that out. Now, you're at an $800,000 average sales price, so that's not going to necessarily be true in my market of $200,000. But when I sit down and do the math, most people on my team still make eight or nine dollars every time they pick up the phone. And I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty easy. And, and it's, French fries. But <laughs> Well, yeah, you know Michael's favorite script. Would you like fries with that? But you know, well, if you got if you got a three line dialer, I don't know what you guys are using. But that's uh, but that eight times that that eight that eight times three. Yeah. There you go. So Smart. I'm not even three line dialers. I'm talking your standard person making somewhere between thirty five and fifty calls an hour, and I think that's relatively simple. To your point, if you're calling Sphere then you're probably going to make less calls an hour just simply because you talk more, because you have more in common, because you have more relationship with these people. But, you know, if you can get it to, to that, that is an absolutely amazing number. And, and here's the thing, guys, anyone who's listening, I don't know what else you're going to do to make $10 every, every time you pick up a phone. So, um, you know, great job. And I, I appreciate the fact that uh, you're hardworking. You know, we pick on all the millennials sometimes. So you look like you might be a millennial. You're definitely younger than me. Sounds like some of them actually do work for everyone who's out there bashing on millennials. Ryan breaks the mold. So, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate well, it. Well, I got to agree. Yeah, definitely breaks the mold. Go ahead, Sheree. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I had this one. Um, I had this admin and she used to, you know, her job was to make sure that I was making my calls and I was supposed to make my calls and I wasn't drifting off. And I, cause I told her, Hey, you want job stability? You better make sure I'm on the phone. Um, so she, so she made sure I was on the phone. And I remember she said to me one day, she says, your phone, every time it rings, it's like money coming in. Like your phone is money. It's, she's like, it's the best thing ever. I want my phone to be money. Um, those, I like what Brian just touched on. And so I've got a, a question for you. Um, with those, those contacts that eventually do turn into contracts, 
you mentioned in reference to knowing your numbers, how far, and you said that you'd look at that goal and you dial it all the way back. So every day, you know, you have to do what in order to hit that goal. Okay. So you have to do what to hit what, like how, get into Yeah. This. So it's actually, it's really, so this is really simple. So, um, and it, and it's amazing how, you know, with expireds for me, it's, it's, you've got this, you've got this 30% rule through, through every, through every section. And it's amazing how close to 30% it's at, it actually is. So, so for, so for every 30 expired leads, I'm able to actually physically talk to 10 of them. Um, so 20 of them, it's either I struggle to get the phone numbers. They're at, so we live in a market where, um, where there's, there's a lot of second homeowners here, you know, so, um, so it can, you know, so I, I actually get to physically have a conversation with 10 of them. If I physically have a conversation with 10 of them, I book three appointments. And if I book three appointments, I get one listing. So it takes 30 expired leads for me to get one listing. So by knowing that, I can basically, um, I can basically, um, you know, work out that, you know, from, you know, I can take my business plan and I can look at how many listings I, I need to, I need to get throughout, throughout the year in order to, in order to make a certain amount of money. And, um, and then, and then, and then what that gives me the ability to do is to, is to, you know, is to focus on, you know, you know, just, um, you know, I know that, I know that every time there's 30 listings expire from my market, I get a listing, you know, so, so I'm, so I'm looking at, at a, at a, at a certain um, geographic area that I know is going to produce that kind of that, you know, that, that number of expired so that I can, so that I can ultimately, um, you know, convert them into listings. But one, one mistake that I made early, early on, actually, and this might be, this might be good for the, for the viewers, um, is I used to focus on, I used to have too many leads. I used to focus on this, like the entire county, um, you know, of like all price ranges and, you know, and, I, and when I say expired, you know, I, I'm really talking about, you know, I know that they, they're called, you know, something different in, in every market, but expired, withdrawn. No, they pretty much call canceled. them expired. Okay, but can, cancelled, <laughs> withdrawn, so like everything, if it comes yeah. off the market, I'm calling it. Um, so um, the, so... I actually think that the perfect number of the perfect number of leads for me is between two or three a day. If I'm if I'm getting more than that, and and the re, the reason is, um, I, I I actually call my expired expired leads every day for two weeks. So um, so if you're so so um, somebody expires from the market, they're getting a call from me every day for two weeks. Um, so, so if you if you work that out, if you if you are making those calls for for, for fourteen days, I mean, if, if even if you get in two two new expired leads every day, that means that you're making thirty calls a, a day just to just to just to keep up on just, just to keep up with again that that commitment. Um, I, wait a minute. I, I hope that yeah. our viewers are really hearing what you just said because we have people who only call what comes down that day, and that's it. That's all they call. So what you're saying is that you're still calling them two weeks later. And, and tell me this, have you noticed that when you get someone on the phone and it's day 14 of you calling them, that there's not a whole lot of agents that are still calling at that point? Oh my word. I mean, well, they've heard, they've, they've heard a voicemail from me every day. So, I mean, that's, you know, they, they already, they already know, you know, they already know who I am usually when they put, when, you know, when I do finally get, when I do finally get in touch with them and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not, you know, it's, you know, it, it, 
So, so somebody said to me when I, in fact, years ago when I was um, when I was in a, I, I actually came from came from banking, and somebody said to me when I when I was in banking that for every um, for every person that gets annoyed that you for every person that gets annoyed that you've been trying to call them too much there's nine there's nine missed opportunities of those that you didn't call enough and you know and that you know so i'm actually so when it when i actually um when i when i when i do um when i do get that pissed off person and don't get you know the you know and it is frustrating for them they get you know they come off the market they've not had a show in for however long and then suddenly the day that it comes off they get 30 to 30 60 70 agents all trying to all trying to call them on on the same day and it and it is it is frustrating for them so so i can i can completely relate to it um but I mean, they're not, you know, you know, I understand that they're not, they're not frustrated at me. They're, they're frustrated at the process. If they knew me, I'm sure that they, I'm sure they would be, would be fine. So, I mean, it's just, you kind of have to have a, you know, a thick, a thick skin with it. That's all. So before I, I want to ask a question, Brian, we're going to get right to your question next. Just really quick of everybody that's watching this, how many expireds are you calling per day right now? I'm just curious, everybody that's watching, if the answer is zero, type in zero. If it's two, type in two. I'm just curious, how many expireds is everybody on Facebook watching this right now? How many are you calling each day? Brian, go ahead. So I wanted to uh, take an opportunity because I, I, I feel like Ryan's doing an amazing job. Some of the things I wanted to point out that he talked about, he knows his numbers exactly. I make X number of calls, I get X number of conversations, I get X number of appointments, and which leads to X number of listings. The X is <clears throat> excuse me, sort of irrelevant but one of the things that's great about this, we haven't really touched on it, is we can look at Ryan's business and we can say, first of all, we can scale it. We can say, okay, all we have to do is call more people. Now, I understand that when we're talking about expireds and, you know, that may be not necessarily a possibility. But, you know, my firm belief is that there's two ways to close more transactions, either talk to more people or do better with the people that you're with. Now, I'm not saying anything bad about Ryan. I've heard a word of his listing presentation. Seems like he's an amazing guy. But I'll say this, if I was going to key in on something, you know, we could, one of the things that Ryan can do is he can look at, okay, if I go on three listing appointments, why am I only getting one? And, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that, that there's an area that perhaps he could do better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's killing everybody else. I don't know. But the nice thing about knowing your numbers is it tells a story. And I can tell you that 95% of these people watching our show right now don't know their numbers. They don't know their story. And if they want to work on something, they don't know where to go. So, again, I'm not saying Ryan could do any better because he sounds like he's an amazing guy. But at least we can identify an area that potentially – he could potentially improve. And that is the thing that most of us are missing. We don't even know where we need to get better because we haven't looked at our numbers. So I just want to congratulate you. Brian, Brian. Brian, there's, there's always improvements to be made. Always. You know, it's, yeah, I know, I know, no, it's, um, you know, and that's, and that's what, you know, constant and consistent improvement is what's required by is, is what is what's required by all of us. And it's, um, you know, and, and of those, of those three, I so it, it's usually so what what those numbers are is is an immediate listing you know so generally 30 percent of them um just just don't just don't 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 sell you know they they either sure. take the home off the market and you know it, whether they whether they rent it whether they you know take a break or or whatever and then the other 30 percent do list with with somebody else so so i'm so so i'm at like a 50 50 you know and and you know and i and and i'm 
you know, constantly trying to refine our, our process to make that, you know, a hundred percent. It's, um, you know, there's no reason why, you know, I, I believe that there, that there is a, that, that there is a process and there is an offering that we could come up with that, you know, that would be, that would be, um, in, you know, very, or very difficult for sellers to say no to. And we're still trying to work towards getting there. Yeah. You know, here's the thing too. Some people are just not going to like you. Some people yeah. are going to feel more comfortable with, Somebody who's younger, somebody who's older, someone's a woman, someone's a man. So, and I will say this, the flip side of that, if there's anybody on this call, unless you're going on referral only appointments, who is getting 100% of their listings, what that means for me is you're not going on enough listings. That's right. <laughs> because if you're getting 100%, you're either better than anybody I've ever met or you're not going on enough. And so, you know, I, again, I applaud you for being willing to understand that a third of them will not relist. So I can only get 67% at is really a hundred percent. And so yeah. again, understanding your numbers. And I think of all the guests that we've had on the show, uh, you're, you know, your numbers at least as well as the best of them. So, you know, I think you can't get more than a hundred percent, but I feel like you're really on top of that. And, you know, for all the people who aren't analytical and are trying to go to sleep as Ryan talks about the exact numbers as we go along, it's not, it's not, I'm sure Ryan doesn't sit in front of it every day and get bored out of his mind, but he knows what his work does for him. And he knows where he can put energy and where he can put effort just based on those numbers. So um, I, I just, again, I want to applaud you. for knowing that. Ryan, Let me jump in here just really quick. One thing you guys that I want you to keep in mind, Sheree, I know you've got something to add, so I'll, I'll make it quick, but um, I want you guys to look in the chat in the Facebook group here. Uh, I have uh, put a link in there for the win the day tracker. So Brian, you just nailed it. You said that, that tracking your numbers and understanding your numbers tells a story. And it really does because when I know my numbers, if I know how many calls it takes to get an appointment, how many appointments it takes to get a listing, et cetera, et cetera, it can tell me where I need improvement in my business, right? Like I'll be able to see very clearly where I'm strong and where I need a little bit of help. And I can get the help that I need in that area. If you have a team, it'll also tell you where your team members need help, right? It's not always just about, you know, hey, I got to get people making more calls, blah, blah, blah. No, it's also about we've got to refine our skill set in various parts of our business. And as we do the numbers and we refine our skill set, that's when the magic happens. That's when we start getting a lot more listings happening. Sheree, go ahead. Well, you, you I'm going to skip half of what I was going to say because you just said it. <laughs> Uh, but but the other part is that like for myself when I'm making calls and I know that I've got a hit if I'm talking to let's say 20 I know I'm setting these two appointments you know and I, I don't when I say contacts I'm not talking about now well at first I was you know when I started doing this it was the you got the wrong number oh that was a contact I'm like, okay, that counts, you know, <laughs> but then it changed to what kind of conversations did I need to have? And in doing that, when I think back to those early 2016, 2015 days, that is what got me to continue to make the phone calls because I knew what my numbers were. So if I was at call number 15, I knew I got five more people that need to answer this phone and I'm setting appointments. Like I knew that. I knew what those numbers were. So it, it, you, you know, it became somewhat of a motivating thing outside of just diving deep into how I can fix this, you know? So we just go back to start tracking yourself. And I started tracking it with originally with just the little, uh, what's it called? Uh, tally marks, you know, like I'm in mm -hmm. 
third grade. So I started tracking it first with the little tally marks uh, just to see and then circle which one, oop, okay, that was an appointment. That was an appointment. And I tracked myself over and over and over again until I realized what worked for me. And what worked for me was this amount of context, I knew what I was going to hit. I knew what was going to happen. And some days, man, I was on fire. It was like, bam, 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 bam. Maybe I need to rethink what my numbers are. But then the next day, oh no, that average ended up back around the same when I only did it Monday through Friday, because obviously I need to get my weight up because Ryan was doing this on Saturday too. So I was <laughs> sure. Um, so that's something that I think people need to, to dial back and to start to look at. You know, start with the little tally marks if you don't know all of that, because those of us who've been making these phone calls for a while, we know how to, this is the number that I want, and let me dissect it all the way back down. But let's just start off with where you are today and how you can just get better today and start tracking yourself today so that we can see what that needs, where those adjustments need to be made, and what's your truth in it? You know, how many does it take? You have to know it, or else you're just pulling numbers out of the wind, and that's not the way that you want to do business at all. Absolutely. The, and I, I'm sure that, you, you know, it's a, that's just a fantastic point. I don't know if this is, I think that this point might have been touched on, but maybe it's not been, I don't know, I don't think that this point's really been hammered home in the way that I think it should be, because it's very important. When you know your numbers, you can compete with absolutely anybody, because you know the you know, you know what it's, you know what it's going to take to get to, to get to there. You know, I, I obviously mentioned uh, my, my colleague who's just down the hall here. I can take his, you know, what his production is and I can calculate what it's going to take for me to get to that kind of production. And if it's, if it's going on this number of appointments and if it's, um, if it's taking the process that, if it's taking the process that, that I, you know, that, that I've developed, um, I can, I can work out, you know, how big my team needs to be with with my model you know in order to in order to get there and i can ultimately you know you can compete with anybody it's you know it's you know because that and that that's what's so exciting to me well and let's oh go ahead Shri. okay so well i was going to ask a question so if you want to well i just i i, I want to further that point that you know again you guys when we talk about success being boring this is kind of some of the stuff we're talking about right it's not exciting to get there but it's very it's very predictable to get there and we're not just talking about the people that do fizbos and expireds and cold calls although those things work there's lots of other things you can do too to create predictability in your business but what you have to understand is one you got to understand your numbers that's why the win the day tracker is really helpful go get it it's free just download it but that be and, and the links right there that being said, if you don't know how to do this, get with your coach. Sit down with your coach. Have your coach walk you through it. Whether you're coaching with Club Wealth or anybody else, your coach should know how to walk you through this, how to help you work the numbers backwards to figure out, okay, if I want to make X and I'm doing these activities, how much of these activities do I have to do to make X? And if I'm building a team and I want to make X in net income, how many people do I need to have on my team and what do their numbers need to be on average in order for me to make that kind of money in net income? Because gross doesn't matter. Forget about gross, guys. It doesn't matter. It's all about what you keep at the end of the day. Um, and so stop overcomplicating it. Stop looking for shiny objects and get down to brass tacks and know your freaking numbers. Shree, go ahead. So in knowing all of that, and now that you've been in these um, three years since you really started to three full years, well, almost four years, um, what is it that's keeping you going? Because like Michael said, success is pretty boring. 
I mean, we get up and we can do the same thing and no one talked to me until 11 o'clock over and over and over and over again. So what, what is driving you to keep going? And then what's, 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 what's the next thing coming from you? Like, what is it that Ryan has that we haven't even seen yet? Yeah. So that's actually, that's a really good question. I mean, I, I don't, see that there's any reason why I can't be the number one producer in in my area you know we've currently got you know I mean our production is at like you know a little over 30 million 30 million a year um you know this year this year it should stretch stretch out to um, 40 plus but um you know, so and, and I'm sure that every every market's gonna be gonna be slightly different. But there's there's one person in fact when I set this goal, nobody in my market had ever broke a hundred million. And I set and I set a goal and I and I you know, and I, my goal was actually to be the first person ever to 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 break a hundred million in, in, in my market. And um but since then um somebody's somebody's gone gone ahead and, and done it and they've done it now for the last they've done it now for the last couple of years. So when I've and, and I don't know what it I don't know what it was, but I just um I, the opportunity, the opportunity is there. Um, if I'm going to commit, if, you know, the, the opportunity is there for us to, for us to build anything that we, anything that we wish to build. And, you know, why, why would, none of us got into, none of us got into this business to be a mediocre agent. You know, why not, why not aim for the, why not aim for the top? Why not, why not go for, why not go for the, for the best? So, so my, my goal is now since I've, since I've not become the, the first person to do a hundred million, my goal now is to, uh, is to, is to, is to be the first one to do a hundred, 200 million. It's, um, you know, and that's, you know, and why not? I mean, it's, you know, the opportunities, the opportunities there and, um, you know, and I, I, I that's kind of, it's kind of shallow. Um, and it's, you know, actually, and, but to, to, you know, to kind of, you know, that from, from the business standpoint, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I've always been, you know, quite, you know, very competitive and, and, you know, and I, I like to, I like to, to, to think big and there's no reason, you know, there's, there's no reason not to, there's, there's no reason that we, that we can't be at that level. There's no reason that anybody can't be at that, at that level. Um, but I, um, I, I came here from a foreign, from a foreign country and, um, and, and although, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, I've had, I've had a lot of people say that, you know, it must be easy with your accent and whatnot. And don't get me wrong. It is easy for people to, for people to, um, to recognize it, but it's, um, it's also difficult to be, to be different. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that have grown up here. There's a lot of people that are well connected and, you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm just, and I'm just, I'm just not. And it's been, and it's been a journey to, to move to the United States. It's been a, it's, it's been a, it's, it's been, it's, it's been very, very difficult at times. And, and I didn't, I didn't go through everything that I've, I, I haven't been through everything that I've been through to, to, to not, to, to not be the best that I can possibly be. Um, I, since, since getting into the business, um, we've no, you know, myself, and my wife now have, um, a couple of, a couple of kids. Um, we've got two, two children under the age of, under the age of three. And, um, and that's, that's just brought a whole new world of, um, of, of motivation for me. You know, it's, um, you know, and I, I always knew that I always knew that I would, I would, I would have a family and I always knew that I would, I was, I was ultimately working for my family, but now the family's here, you know, now I've, you know, we've got, we've got kids and, and, and it's, it, and it's amazing to me how, like, I feel like I've just got into the business and, and I, you know, and this, is, this is my fourth year and it's, it's amazing how quickly time go, how, how quick time passes. Um, 
I was, you know, I was, I was actually, um, you know, just thinking about this with, with my wife and, you know, I, so I'm 30, I'm 31 years old and, um, and I, you know, and I was saying to my wife, it, it feels like, it feels like I was literally like my, like my life when I, when I think about, you know, when I, when I, when I think about my life, it, it's almost like it's, you know, it, it's, it's been, you know, I feel so young. I feel terribly young and, and I've really got that amount of time again in order to create this amazing world that I want to create around myself and to considering that that's, so I've got another, you know, however long, you know, 25 years, whatever, 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 whatever it is, you know, before I, before I'm ready to retire. Um, I've just done four years in the business and it was, and, and that has gone by like, like the quick, like, like a click of a finger. So, so although 25 years might sound like a long time, it's, it's, I, I actually, I think I'm very, you know, I, I, to to me, I, I don't think it is going to be, you know, to, to me, I, I think about this a lot and I think about how, how little time we've actually got to make an impact and how, and how much every single day counts because it's, it's very, very easy to squander a day. It's also very easy to squander a week and to squander a month. And before you know it, you squander in a year and, um, you know, and, and, and it, it really starts with, um, it really starts, you know. It, it really starts with not not wasting not wasting a minute, and by by being by being as productive as you possibly can be um, throughout throughout every day that you throughout every day that you're given, so that we can, you know, so that we can live, you know, for me to live a to live a nice life in retirement. I've got this dream to. Um, I actually met myself, and my wife, really. Um, you know, we like to, we like to, you know, have a glass of wine at night. And, and I love the idea of us retiring on a vineyard, Northern California, making our own wine and just, um, you know, traveling the world and, you know, and having, you know, having boats, you know, having the, having the ability to, you know, to, to live a, to live a life that, that I know that we can, that, that, that I know that we can live and ultimately, um, changing changing it changing the trajectory the trajectory of our of our family um for um for however many for however many generations come come after us and you know and it's you know i don't know if that answers the question at all but just really giving some deep thought into what you know who is ryan in 10 years who is ryan in 20 years who is ryan in 30 years and um you know and and then you know the little things that that pull you away from not making calls between eight thirty and ten thirty. Um, you know, it's you know, if, if somebody, you know, to to me, if if somebody's not able to commit to that time, it's really a small amount of time throughout the day. If somebody's not able to commit to that, um, then they're just um, then they're just not passionate enough about their future. So, when you told us two hundred million, do you think that's attainable? Um, well, my goal was to do a hundred million in the year 2020. Right. This was a few years ago and that's become a long, that's become a long shot. Who knows? I mean, it could, um, it could, it could happen. Um, but you know, there's certainly been, you know, a few changes with our team along the way that, that have definitely, um, you know, and, and here's the thing it, you know, as you, as you, as you grow, um, you know, the problems, change and increase and get get completely different you know it's um you know it's you know our team uh, you know, all the problems that i'm facing now at a at a 40 million producer 40 million dollar a year producer are very different to the problems that i faced as a as a 20 million dollar a year producer and um you know but yeah i mean i there's there's no reason there's no reason why so i i believe that i'm in a market 
where no one, no, 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 no agent, no team are 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 working to the to the level that that this that this market could be worked. We are sitting on a gold mine. We are, you know, there's there's opportunity everywhere. I see, you know, we've got there's development all over all over the city. There's um, there's there's people moving here. There's there's nothing but there's nothing but an abundant amount of opportunity. And um, and with and, and with the correct structure and with the correct process and with the correct operations behind behind a team, um, I, I believe that you could capture a much a much larger part of the market than anybody's been able to do up to up to yet. So I know Ryan, we're, I know we're really, time. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Let me just jump in really quick. So, Ryan, I want to ask something really quick. How many people are on your team now? How many um, agents? So yeah, so just actually just me and one other agent. You and one other agent. Okay, yeah. so you said, hey, I really want to hit $200 million, and and you're doing $40 million with two of you. So, the math is pretty simple. You need 10 of you to do Absolutely. $200 million. Absolutely. So, it seems to me that your priority right now should be recruiting Absolutely. And that should be a major push for you right now in the coming year is how do we get how do we get to 10 to 15 people on the team uh, so that we can get that production up. And frankly, 40 million with two people sounds miserable to me, dude. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I would much <laughs> rather have 10 people doing 50 million than two people doing 40, man. That's <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's um, it's just how it panned out, unfortunately. But I agree with you. <laughs> All right, so Sheree made a point. We are out of time, so we've got to go to final thoughts. Uh, so Sheree, ladies first, uh, give us your final thoughts, uh, and then Brian, and then Ryan, and then I'll wrap it up. So I think uh, for me, uh, one thing is that, Ryan, I want you to really think about what Michael just said, and it's all about scales. We've been talking about scales. We've been talking about numbers. You mentioned the word problems and what you're facing right now. And those aren't problems, those are just different opportunities right there. Because as you grow, you'll see different things. And I really truly believe that with this consistent path that you're going on, these are just little hurdles that you have to go through. You just have to go through them. So get through them, overcome them, start growing. And I think you're gonna just soar. I think looking back 200 million, you might say, why did I aim so low? you know, versus why did I aim so high? Um, one thing is that you said that early on when you couldn't even afford it, you got into coaching. That's something that you did say, even when you couldn't afford it. And we hear a lot of times, a lot of people say, oh, I wish I, you know, oh, not that I wish. Well, I take that back. The top producers do say, I wish I would have did this sooner. You did it right out the gate. Whereas, I hear a lot of that's something that I just can't afford. And I do want to tell people that might be something that you that you cannot afford not to do. A lot of double yeah. negatives in there. But think about that for everybody who's listening. You know, there are still, I don't know if there's still seats available for, do we still have room in Listing Agent Bootcamp? Uh, Listing Agent Bootcamp, I think we've got literally one or two VIP tickets left, if that. Uh, and we've got for the regular general admission tickets, we do have a couple left, but it's down, it's below 10. I know we're down below yeah. 10. So remember that if you, if you listen back on this, Ryan said that he went to a seminar and that's where he found his tribe. That's where he found the people that related to him. That's what shifted his change in his growth. So those of you guys that are listening, I want you to hone in and on that. And would we love to have you at Club Wealth? And Michael didn't tell me to say this. Would we love to have you there? Yes, we would. But I remember back me going to my very first one and how that shifted things for me. So People who are listening, 
please make a decision to make a change. And we're still early 2019. And you just got to do it. Congratulations on everything that you've had so far, Ryan. You haven't even touched it. Sorry, that was a long time. That's all right. Okay, with 30 seconds or less, Brian, you're next. I just want to congratulate you for taking action. And, and, you know, if you guys don't hear anything else, what I heard, I heard a lot of stuff, but what I heard is Ryan took action. Guys, we don't split the atom for a living. We sell real estate. The majority of people who don't succeed in this, it's an effort issue. It's not a training issue. It's not a ability issue. It's just an effort issue. And uh, I really feel like Ryan, if there's one thing for sure, is if you want to do 200 million, you will. And, you know, it's, it's, if you set that goal out there, I have no doubt that uh, we'll have an interview with you in a couple of years and we can talk about how 200 million is just a walk in the park. So congratulations on where you're at and where you're going. And uh, I look forward to seeing the journey. Love it. Ryan, any last five thoughts? Um, no, just um, very, very appreciative of you guys having me on here. I mean, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you and the group here. And if anybody wants to connect, I mean, it's, um, you know, feel free to, um, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, hopefully we can, um, we can tag the, um, you know, tag, tag these things here. Um, I'd love to connect with you. And, you know, I'm always available. If anybody wants to have a pick up the phone, send me an email, you know, it's um, always, always happy to talk and Sarasota referrals, send them my way. Um, we'll take care of them for you. Love it. And Ryan, I just sent you a link so you can make sure you get joined into our Facebook group. You can get to know more people in there. And uh, folks, we got to wrap it up. Hopefully Ryan will take the same action you guys need to take right now or a lot of you need to take, which is give Wise Hire a call and freaking get recruiting. Get some people on your team. If you don't already have connection with Wise Hire, get going. Clubwealth.com forward slash Wise Hire. Guys, everybody here has a world-class beast just dying to get out, waiting inside you just to get out into that world and be world-class. You got to unleash that beast. So go take massive and potentially boring action today and become world-class. Take care, everybody. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Bye.